Hi, everybody. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. A day after Memorial Day. Well, we're recording a day after Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. Mm -hmm. We did. We did. It's been a little while since we podcasted. It has. I wasn't even going to bring that up. I know, because I always tell you not to. I know. I know. Look what happens when I try to do the right thing. But... Um, last night, Daniel. But really, at, it's been a long time. <laughs> Daniel looked back at me and said, "Hey, I really want to podcast more often." And I said, "I do too." And so mm-hmm. we're gonna start doing this better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After three weeks of not doing one, we were like, "We're really gonna start." This is actually going to happen because we planned on doing it last night, and then time got away from us. Yeah, that happens. And we've been we have been really busy. Yeah. I so mean, like, so like ease up on us a little bit. <laughs> But it's been, the last time we podcasted was May 7th. So wow. we had Mother's Day. Uh-huh. You had your birthday. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your 39th birthday. Stop it. I turned 28. <laughs> what? You brought it up. No, no, no. I, you're bad at remembering your age sometimes. I know. I know. Daniel, I have to ask Daniel all the time how old I am. <laughs> and Daniel this time said, what year is it? I said, 2017. <laughs> he said, what year were you born? nineteen eighty nine. He said, So how old are you? And I did it. I figured it out. You did, you did. Turkey smell, I figured it out. (laughs) That's a line from Jack's new favorite T V show, Tumbleleaf. Which Holly has been telling all sorts of people about it, but she doesn't preface it with we found a new show for Jack. She just says, Oh, we started watching this new show and there's a fox and he (laughs) figures things out. (laughs) There's something in the finding place every time. So we just get blank stares, and people are like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, it's a kid's show. I know. Literally, it's happened like two or three times. We both really Why don't I learn from this? We both really like the show. I know. So normally I do work next to Jack while he um, watches, but I find myself just watching the show, (laughs) not doing work. Uh, Uh, So um, we had birthday, Mother's Day, then Holly did a show. Yep, had a craft show. Okay. I was going to call it a craft show, but I feel like I didn't want to offend you. It's a, it's fair to call it a craft show. Mm-hmm. Um, Except I wanted to, um, I never got to talk about it. Your your other neighbor at the craft show, uh, Unique Plates. Oh. It was all like uh, craft art made of old license plates. <laughs> this is the problem with the word craft. <laughs> um, they like had a, they built out their booth. I know, they like, were like they screwing a- things into the side of it when i was well, there well i think they must go to a lot of shows i mean so, I mean, that's their livelihood i'm sure yeah. but like all license plates mm-hmm. what can you do with a license plate you can make it into anything the possibilities are endless <laughs> and it's you just as a little ad for them unique plates with an eight for pl- right pl- eight <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with a z did it end with a z uh probably if it didn't it should i know if you want to have a successful business you end it with a z <laughs> that's or you have crazy with a K. <laughs> yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh, I was going to try to be nicer. I was like, I'm not going to offend anyone. You just offended all license plate artists. <sighs> and um, I don't know. I don't know what to call people who name their businesses. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy clocks. Glue. <laughs> <laughs> crazy glue is the one that's allowed to do it. I think they're the first. They're the pioneers. They are. Um. But no, the show went really well, and I have another one um, on, our, on our anniversary. Yeah, Holly planned really well. Hey, I didn't choose. I didn't get to choose. They were assigned to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a layoff. 
<laughs> but um, it went really well. I only got one sale, but a lot of really good feedback, which is mm-hmm. really why I do these things anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And I, my last day at my current job is tomorrow. I'll be mm-hmm. starting a new job next week, so that's exciting. Um, Holly and I are both excited about that in terms of... Thrilled, actually. Thrill, yeah, like work-life balance and quality of life changes, I think, are going to be pretty good. Definitely so. on the up and up. And it's also just, even if I didn't dislike my current job, it would have been a good opportunity. So mm-hmm. win, win, win. The only drawback is that Daniel will be traveling more often. Mm. Blah, blah, which is fun for Daniel. It is. Well, hey, you got to travel when you were working at Lily, so. It's a little different. No, you got to go to Hong Kong, uh, Hated Atlanta, it. parts of Maryland. Oh my gosh, I got Cincinnati, to go to Florida, Florida Palm and I got Beach, to go to inspiration trips. But Miami. Um, it's different when I get to leave you at home alone, but whenever not, I have not, to do bedtime and dinner time all by myself. Hey. Four I did, to and, five days. And uh sorry. <laughs> this also <laughs> happened since last time I podcasted. I stayed with the boys overnight for the first time mm-hmm. ever. Should we reveal why? We can't. I think you can say. Yeah. <laughs> um, sadly, on the night before Mother's Day, and my, which was the same day as my birthday this year, um, my grandmother passed away on May 13th, and then I found out on Mother's Day and my birthday, um, which was really, really hard. And um, it was just a really hard week. Mm-hmm. It hit me a lot harder than I expected it to, but... Um, I went down to the funeral in Virginia all by myself, and Daniel stayed with the boys. I know. It was the first night Holly's been away from kids since Jack was born. Mm-hmm. In three years. Mm-hmm. My mom, when we were setting, it was my mom's mother, and um, when she was setting everything up, she was like, I'm so sorry. You're like, I wish that you could stay with us. I hate that you have to be in that hotel all by yourself. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> this is the first time in three years that I get to sleep whenever however like you have to set an alarm to wake up yeah there's not gonna be little voices waking you up it was i was like this is kind of really nice it is so um yeah and daniel did a great job with the boys they were total angels they were really good i felt bad because they were like better behaved than they've ever been (laughs) i was like finally daniel's gonna get a taste of what it's like to have them the whole day and And deal with all of the stuff but then they were totally and then when when holly had her craft show i took both boys to mass with me because it was on Sunday, so she oh, went yeah. to the vigil mass. And wait, lately, Blaze during mass has been oh, just, just like wailing, crying the, whole time. the yeah. whole time. But I took both boys to mass with me, and they were perfect the whole time. And it was even Hospitality Sunday, so they had donuts afterwards, and there were no incidents. It was really, and we were able to. I didn't have to go to the back once. It was seriously like the best they've ever been. So I could not th- believe yeah, it. Yeah, we think it's Holly. We think Holly's the the behavioral issue. I think so. I mean, <laughs> evidence all points to it. Yeah. Whatever. So we've had a lot going on, and Blaze is walking now. Yeah, he's taking his. He can take at most like nine, ten steps on his mm-hmm. own, but he does it. We call him Little Lazy Blazy because he, he just does not he was does not motivated. Like, he's been able to walk for a couple months, but he he just take a couple steps, like fall down his butt, and then like yell at us until we give him what he wants. Mm-hmm. But we saw the doctor, and she said, like, there's a difference between um, not being able to walk and not wanting to walk. And he just doesn't want to walk. But now, all of a sudden, like, literally today and yesterday, he wants to walk, which is really exciting. 
I think he realizes that you can get someplace and hold something oh, at yeah. the same time. He does best when he's like holding on to something and mm-hmm. walking because I think it like balances him out. Somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Probably focuses his attention. Yeah. He's just like, don't drop it. Don't yeah. drop it. But he has this like old shaky, like old <laughs> he's person like, walk. He's like a newborn horse walking. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sweet. Um, but yeah. So when we say we've been busy, we mean it. There's we've a lot really going been busy. on. Yeah. Um, but we're happy to be back in the studio again. <laughs> uh, we are, though. We. Um... <laughs> but seriously, we are. <laughs> I really love podcasting. I think this I do is too. Really great. I do too. We just yeah, we gotta just gotta, gotta schedule better. It. We need to uh, we need to do a podcast on time management. We need to what? listen to a podcast on time <laughs> management and then manage our time better. I just downloaded downloaded Evernote. Oh. We're all set. And for the first time in a long time, I put our meals on the calendar and wrote a grocery list oh, before boy. going to the grocery store. Okay, I'm going to have to. What? Holly almost got her grocery store privileges revoked. When? No. <laughs> <laughs> today, I no, did so No, no, well. you did well today. Oh. But the past couple of times, Holly's been going to the grocery store by herself, like after the kids are in bed. And, like, we'll go to, like, make meals, and I'll be like, oh, I didn't buy that. <laughs> I forgot and sausage like, for this thing that we make twice, twice a, a week. Yeah. I forgot sausage for it two times, <laughs> two weeks in a row. Last week, I just forgot all cereals. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? No kids. There is no excuse. Oh. But Holly did great. She made a list this time, and she's good. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, whatever it is kind of a photographic memory so i really love <laughs> i don't think that means what you think it means yes it does photographic means you memorize it instantly kind so i yep. think kind of <laughs> i have a visual memory yeah i have a visual memory mm-hmm. so when i i really like writing out my grocery list because i envision like walking through the grocery store and i'm like okay i'm by the breads the, ban- the bananas and the apples and then i I write the grocery list as I go through the grocery store, and then it makes it so easy to walk through the grocery mm-hmm. store. What I do is I create a model grocery store in the basement, <laughs> and then I walk through it a couple of times before I go. You would. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that much effort into it. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's what we've been doing the past three weeks. Yeah, so a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a good past three weeks we've been yeah things have been going well for us lately this the only hard well, thing was with my grandmother, grandmother yeah. passing away um but everything else really has been very good the boys i think their ages like they're at a good they're both hitting this stride at the same time where they're both more independent and um content by themselves much more which is really great and um Jack is, like, starting to understand. We talked a little bit a while ago about um, the terrible threes hitting our household. Mm -hmm. But he's, like, tempered down a little bit, at least for the moment. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so we're, like, we're doing really well. Um, And, yeah. Part of that, and then part of that is something that Holly has realized, not recently, but, like, within the past, like, six months or so. I would say like a year. A year? What 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 month is it? May. Mm, like yeah, a little probably, less than yeah, a year. Like last fall. But like last summer, um, I sorry, I'm really nervous about no, talking don't, about this. Why? I don't know why. I don't know. You've been like so excited. To talk I know. About it. I think because I've been excited about it. It's fine. Anyway, um, last summer I think I, we mentioned it on the podcast, but 
I got like two interviews or three actually. You got a lot. There's like a stretch when you. I was getting all these interviews with for jobs and. Um, like they would contact her. Yeah, well, I was not. For a couple of them, one you reached out, but. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't pursuing any like jobs or anything, but um, two like big companies. I was in the running for two positions with two big companies um, for like dream jobs. One was as like a senior print designer, where I'd be in control of a lot of the creative of a well-known pocketbook brand, <laughs> prints and patterns. Um, oh, Buxton over-the-shoulder organizers? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anybody else gets that reference. Anyone who had a TV in 96? <laughs> I still spot them sometimes. Really? They're durable. <laughs> they are long-lasting. Um, no, okay, so... Uh, a, like lead designer for them for their prints and patterns and the other one was for this really amazing um like stuffed animal company and i'd be mm-hmm. leading all of their creative like photo shoots marketing campaigns social media like everything so it was a really small startup company whatever all that to say that these were like big jobs and um it surprised me that i was even in the running for them but by being in the running for them kind of like made me aware of the fact that I do have gifts and I like am good at what I do and people are recognizing that and reaching out to me and what does that mean? I didn't get any of any of the jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but but to, they to were, be honest, they, yeah. I wouldn't have taken Well, a couple of them were, were, were would have required relocation and Yeah. Yeah. Um but where was I going with that? Oh, so I what do I do with this now that like like, God put these in my lap. I wasn't totally pursuing, like, starting a job again. Mm-hmm. We were even talking about maybe uh, Daniel being being a stay-at-home dad and me working again. And I, I got really excited about it. <laughs> I know. I did, too, because it was just exciting. But um, so, obviously, the Lord didn't have me doing that, and so he had me at home. And what does that mean for my company, Ernie and Irene? And so... Um, just had to plug it, didn't you? No, I... I'm My company, gonna... ErnieandIrene.com. Stop. I'm I'm going to refer to it. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. say my company from now on. I'm just... <sighs> You're the worst. <laughs> You're not really. I love you. <laughs> um, but with Ernie and Irene stuff, uh, what does that mean? And so Daniel and I like sat down and I said, like, I want to make this. Like, I want to do it. If I'm going to mm. do this, let's do it. And so um, how can we make that happen? Yeah. And so we kind of like reinvented and refocused um, what Ernie and Irene is and does. And like literally for the first time in three years, I tried. I like tried. I was actually trying. Mm-hmm. And um, like putting putting full effort into your pieces and like, and what you said to me is like a few after a month or so of doing it that like you used to be used to get done with something and say that's good enough but mm-hmm. really now you really want to make it look great mm-hmm. and that you've enjoyed that so much more right i'm like so much happier with my pieces and for since i first started earning irene i had like my first release was like five items and i added like maybe a kicker printer i, I thought you started it um <laughs> Then I added maybe like four pieces, but for like literally two years, I was just resting on these nine pieces Mm. to sell and just waiting for them to sell. Like, why aren't they selling? Oh, they're not selling. Why are they selling? 
It's because it's the same nine pieces for two years. Like, who's going to... I re-photographed them. Like, I did all this stuff, and it just didn't make any sense. Um, but so we, like, just redid everything. And um, after doing that and having, like... I think I just didn't have confidence before. Mm-hmm. And now that I had confidence in my work because I was proud of it right. and doing work that I believed in and really putting myself into it... Um, I've been getting a lot of great feedback. It's been so much more successful. I have so much more peace in what I'm doing. Um, And it's just been really, really great. And at the same time that that was like coming to fruition, I was going to that love and responsibility. um, Series. Series, thank you, that the Culture Project put on. Um, And just came, like, became aware. I mentioned it in, I think, the Tenderness podcast about... That, like, for a while, Daniel and I have always said that we're really, like, we're the same person. Mm-hmm. But through this, like, realization from love and responsibility, like, I realized that we're really, really the same. And we are one through our marriage. But that we are different in the fact that I am female and you are male. And that really opened up, like, like I was, like, feeling really confident in my work. And then also, like yeah I'm a woman and what does this mean and this is really like it was as if I had taken one of those like Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. or gotten my person out what is the um your palm red no <laughs> no your um, anagram oh your temperaments temperament yeah. I got my temperament or something but it's like once you learn those you can learn better how to like deal with situations and um you know more about yourself and mm-hmm. so that you're able to deal with what's in front of you, um, I was finally like, I am a woman and I can do like, this is how I approach this. This is how I do this. And Mm -hmm. this is because I am a woman. And I thought that was like, and also because you're a creative person, Mm -hmm. like it was kind of like a dual, dual discovery. It was (laughs) both on like a personal and kind of a professional basis, but more, not really professional sort of, I don't know, artistic. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted to say vocational, not in the sense of your, like... Calling. Yeah, but, yeah. like, in your, like, work vocation. hmm Because being creative is so much a part of me. Like, Daniel and I have had a lot of conversations, and he always struggles with why I, like... You remind me. Let me rephrase this. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you remind me that my success is not in what other people think of my work. It is the fact is the piece that I feel from doing my work and putting it out there, you know. Yeah, so is that, wise. Is that clear? It sounds like something I'd say. No, but that your value your value isn't derived from what other people think of what you do. It's derived from what you do. Mm-hmm. Which was always frustrating to me because I was like, I find success in sales and <laughs> I need to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me to to kind of go back to, this is bringing me a lot of joy. Um, has also, like, led to sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, it's not... When you look back on it, it seems simple. Like, oh, yeah, of course, I care more about what I'm doing. I'm putting more effort into it. People can see that, and they will like them more. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, you kind of don't... You, it, it's easy to kind of get in a hole, and it's cyclical. So it's like, my pieces aren't selling. I don't want to work on my pieces. Yeah. They're still not selling. That kind of thing. Yeah, so I wasn't and I, motivated. And I think... Um, with my work as well, it was kind of, I was in a situation where I didn't really feel I could be successful for a couple of different reasons. Um, 
and it just it just like perpetuates and it's like I don't feel like I'm good at my job and I'm not gonna try because I'm not yeah. good at my job and, and then, then you're not going then to be I, good yeah, at your job and then I make mistakes and I'm not good at my job mm-hmm. and it just keeps going and going and it really when Holly and I were talking about um this new job and um the and it was a very drawn out process oh which was gosh, like the worst. it was just like emotional torture <laughs> it really was because he was so in, well I don't want to reveal too much oh no we were just we had very high hopes and mm-hmm. then something happened and then we didn't hear for a couple weeks and then it was like oh well this thing is you know, there's something to raise my, my hopes were raised and then dashed like multiple times. Like two or three times a week. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be real. Anyway. So, um, what was my point with all this? That it's cyclical and that you, but with this new job, when we were discussing your new job. Oh, right. Um, and Holly was like, well, you have to travel. We were talking about like the pros and cons of it. And I was like, basically said, like, I don't like the person my job has made me because it's made me, like, resent people. It's made me, like, undervalue myself. And it's made me not not want to try. And, like, I feel like the whole time, like, I hear St. Jose Maria's, like, voice kind of, like, in the back of my head being, like, all those little things you do throughout the day, that's your path to holiness. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not... Hey, like, he's also saying you need to try harder. But, like, it just, it wasn't a good situation and it, like feeling like you're a failure in any part of your life seeps into other parts of your life. It does. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. We both kind of had this going on Yeah. at different times and in different ways, but you are a little more fortunate in that you can just change it because you're your own, you're your own boss. I'm my own woman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a strong woman. I don't need a man. I'm going to listen to my hypnosis tapes at night. (laughs) What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that'd be normal. <laughs> what? What do you mean you thought it'd be normal? But I thought it'd be a normal thing to say, but I just realized that it's a joke from friends. Um. So, friends. um, never mind. It's, it's not you know what? Normal. You're going to, like, people are going to stop understanding those references. I know. I know. They're going to look at you funny. Whatever. People still talk about Seinfeld all the stinking time. I feel like that's different. Mm, it's not. I feel like Seinfeld fans are nerdier, so there's more of, like, a nerd cult around it, you know? Whereas Friends was, like... All the cool girls, come on! I know, and they're not, they don't nerd out about stuff, so it's not Oh, my funny. gosh. Everybody nerds out about stuff. I've never seen a Friends meme. Let me put it that way. Oh, I have. Well, maybe you look at different memes than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a Friends Reddit. You can find it. Not a Friends Reddit. I'm, talk- I'm talking about memes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, um, I love friends. Okay. No, but you're a very strong woman. I am. Thank you. No. Not um, as strong as me. Jack, but, sorry. Can I, can I, can I just make myself feel good for I'm a minute? Sorry. Are you being a man to a woman? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> can I assert myself here? Um, Jack, uh, thinks I'm really, really strong because I was able to pick up Holly the other day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just like, he just, he thought it was the greatest thing you've yeah, ever done. Yeah, every time. I do something, he's like, it's because you're so strong. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so back to me. Back to, bring it back to you. <laughs> no, but through like, like what I was saying with understanding yourself, 
understanding myself as a woman has come to fruition in every aspect of my life, obviously, because I'm a woman. So it's like, that is who I am. But in really special ways, like through um, parenting and, and being a wife and just being a friend. But like in moments during the day um, when the boys are like acting whatever or something, I like remember that like my friend Kate just sent me this note and she sent it in the mail. It was so sweet. And it's something along the lines of, <laughs> it was with a quote with GK Chesterton, Chesterton. And, um, it said the business done in the home is nothing short of shaping the bodies and souls of humanity. That's pretty, that's pretty close to the actual quote. I'm telling you photographic memory. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but it's like so solid. So we put it on our refrigerator and that's why I can remember the quote so well. But um just like the importance of motherhood and being a woman in the like to know that I have a unique um role in their lives and that they ha- they need me in a very specific way to me that only I can supply them has given light to a lot of um my like parenting situations Mm -hmm. so um and also like the intersection of like you being creative and a mother like the boys are going to find out pretty quick that they can probably draw better than i can (laughs) and that their penmanship will be better than mine and like i wouldn't even endeavor to try to do some of the like craft projects i'm sure you're capable of doing and, like, even now, Jack loves Jack to, made, like... he made felt. He made some felt. He had some wool in a little cup, and he squished it. He made wool. I made felt. <laughs> that's um, what I do. I just squish it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he says. <laughs> yeah, I know. You do it like this. <laughs> Holly gets very aggressive when she's wet felting. Um, you gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta show that wool who's boss. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jack will just, like, loves to watch her, and, like, that's a gift that I can't give him you know i can make up silly stories and silly games um but i i can't i mean i could tell him how to write better (laughs) like but i can't show him that and have the like ability to to show him that like you can take ideas in your head and make them real you know Mm -hmm. and that's a gift that you have that's unique to you not only as a woman but like unique to holly that Mm -hmm. you're um you're creative and you're mothering and you're nurturing Hmm. um so that's that's really cool (laughs) (laughs) um i recently like last saturday i um taught the like little girls group not little girls the young girls group um saint bernadette society it's just the bernadettes they're they're called like the bernadettes yeah but short for the saint bernadette society the saint bernadette society i'm pretty sure who knows we'll find out Um, I taught their group at our parish, uh, how to embroider because they're going to start embroidering, um, or they're going to start donating baptismal gowns to the parish. Oh, I didn't know that's what they were doing. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then they're going to embroider like little things on them, like crosses and doves and things. And, um. Just start with crosses and work the way up to doves. (laughs) (laughs) So I went over, I brought all of my embroidery supplies and, um, taught them like just really basic stitches. But the whole time the... Um, the two leader, like the women mothers who lead the group were like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Like the, like t- 
to have because they home I think they no one of them homeschools her children and the other sends them to school but like for the summertime they're like looking for activities especially for their girls to do and like this is so perfect and I was saying like all of the um benefits that come from embroidery and um I was just led to the fact that like embroidery has like through centuries has has been as like beautiful um art and craft for women why are you smirking i was just thinking about those uh like 13th century tapestries that you touched oh my gosh that i almost <laughs> touched at the darn museum you, you actually touched them i did actually touch it. <laughs> i realize that now but anyway um but that fiber arts in themselves are like really integral to women's culture or they have been really mm-hmm. integral to women's culture in that um like somehow within them they just bring women together there's a reason why there are knitting groups and crocheting groups and why yarn shops are just filled with ladies um oh, yarn shops you go to I go to manly <laughs> yard shops just barbed wire <laughs> um but it makes me really love what i do even more that it's bringing women together and um and like in college i like knew this and somehow i like forgot it but that like this is bringing people together and in this age where we're not connected if we sit around and make something together like not only do we get to have shared conversation we have a shared experience we're solving problems together and then we get to make something out of it that we then get to share with somebody that we love or or for ourselves (laughs) or a little treat (laughs) (laughs) but um it's just it's just really beautiful and so mm-hmm. I'm really happy that I get to be a part of it um, and that I've like finally understood the the value in all the aspects of my life and then I was gonna also focus on being a wife to you and you how were, I've, and then and then you thought better <laughs> <laughs> and how I've kind of um, like discovered my femininity more in our marriage and it's just been that like I don't know how to say this not and not sound weird, but to be a little bit more assertive about my, like... To have more of, like, control over a certain, like, domain that you yeah. that you want to have. Like, that I would like to be what many call a purveyor of beauty in the home. Right. Um, and I think a good example is this year with Christmas decorations. Because it's not... Okay. To defend my, st- I'll start off by defending myself. I've mm-hmm. never been like, no, Holly, you can't put that up. I don't like tear down Christmas lights. But you've always, you like to decorate for Christmas. I'm sort of ambivalent. Like, put up a tree. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so it's not like, it's not like I was saying no, you can't do that. But you never were like, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna go get this stuff. I'm gonna put it up. I Which, never took it upon myself. Yeah. If you had done that, I would have been like. Great, mm-hmm. go do that. And that's exact like that's exactly what it's been. It's nothing like Daniel's never done anything to me, but I've I've never, never a like single thing, <laughs> a single thing. You heard her say it. And it's recorded. <laughs> um, but I've just never spoken up about these things because I like literally just forgot about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but I did. But I've just recently come back to aware that awareness of them. But yeah, so I was like, no, we're going to decorate for Christmas and I'm going to spend some money and we're going to go and we're going to do this um, and I'm going to spend some time 
to really make this really beautiful mm-hmm. because Christmas is just but Christmas is a special time that our house needs to ref- needs to reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just at our friend's house who they got married uh, a month ago yesterday. No, no, a month and like a week ago yesterday. I don't think the specifics are <laughs> know, that vital. Whatever. Recently. Recently. Newlyweds. Newlyweds. And um, the husband was like not in favor of all the pillows on the couch. I know. I told him that you're going to lose that battle. <laughs> but he said, but they do make the house look better. Mm-hmm. And um, the wife was saying like, you got to have pillows on your couch. You got to have pretty pillows. And I kept saying they are what makes a house a home. And that, um, like, these little touches, like, um, different kinds of coasters or art on the walls and pretty carpets and things. Not saying that you have to have a beautiful home, but, like, there is a woman's touch that makes a house a home um, to really care about our surroundings. And I think that's just, like, within us as decorators. Um, But for me specifically... That was something that kind of let uh, fall by the wayside. And so, um, what? That's a phrase. I know. I know. I said it right. Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> I just... I've been saying a lot of um, phrases wrong lately. Mm-hmm. Like when Blaze started walking and being more <laughs> content, I said, you know, I think we've really turned the tables. <laughs> no, you said, I think Blaze has really turned a table. <laughs> I've since uh, learned that it's turned the corner, right? Or turned over a new leaf. Turned or, over a new yeah. leaf. Or you had a lot of options that you didn't go for. The tables are turned. <laughs> now he's parenting us. Uh, um, but making our house like a beautiful place um, to live and being a creative person like this is that was important to me and I didn't realize that it was important to me, and so I'm finally like, this is important. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think kind of the underlying thing for, uh, I was going to try to use a big word, but the underlying thing is being, being the person that God created you to be. And like, we're all multifaceted, <laughs> like a diamond. <laughs> no, we're all multifaceted and all of those attributes are part of us as created beings that God made us to be. So like you being a woman, you have certain aspects of yourself, you being a creative person, you have certain aspects of your of your identity that God gave you mm-hmm. and that we need to really celebrate and embrace those parts of us that are just kind of innate to us. And I think the like kind of purveying message and culture is like you create whoever you want to be. Whereas it's like, no, we really have certain, like we were made who we are and we need to like em- embrace that. And there mm-hmm. is some parts of culture are saying you need to embrace who you are, but it's not coming from a place of like you are a creature of God and mm-hmm. he's, he created you to be this way. Um, and I keep going back to, so I'm going to make a confession. I have um, really started to enjoy the songs on K-Love because <laughs> that's pretty much when I drive Holly's car, that's where we're in the car with the boys. We pretty much listen to K-Love because we don't want to scandalize them with all of and we don't, we don't. Want to have to constantly be changing songs because mm-hmm. Jack is old enough to like, and he'll even say like, "Oh, they're singing about this." Yeah, Jack started to say, "What? What's they singing about?" <laughs> to songs, and if they're singing about girls in short cut off jeans, 
know, we're going to change the channel. Yeah. So we started listening to Caleb, and I'm happier for it, even though I get really frustrated with them, but that's another podcast. <laughs> um, but I've started to enjoy a few of the songs, and there's one song that I've listened to, like, I don't know, because they also only play, like, 12 songs a day. <laughs> like, they Why? just rotate them out. There are a million singer song Christian singer-songwriters. Anywho. Um, but Sorry. there's one, and it's... I forget. If it's, I don't know if it's the name of it, but the like chorus is "Live like you're loved." Live and like you're loved. <laughs> Live like you're loved. <laughs> Hawk Nelson. <laughs> um, but I like listened to like the words of the the verses for the first time, and I was like, "This song has a really great message." And it's kind of like, "Hey, actually live like live like you're a Christian, and mm-hmm. you've been like redeemed." by God and God loves you. The creator of the universe has loved you into existence. Live that way. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's kind of been like in my mind this week. And then thinking about this podcast that like you are loved into being. Yeah. It's like the, um, the line from you're a good, good father that I love so much when it says, um, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. But then, um, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. That, like, our entire being is mm-hmm. loved by God. Yeah. Um, and that's really... It's pretty powerful stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if we lived like we were loved... Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the dignity that that entails. Like, if we live like God loves us, like, how should we treat... An, some, not an object, something that God loves. We should treat it with dignity and respect and bring that to its full use and potential and and treat ourselves with that dignity and respect yeah too. yeah so treat them so bring them back right to well, we're talking about objects yeah, so, yeah yeah um but one thing it's been like a little uh testy not testy but it's just been uncharted territory for us with our marriage that like me talking about um or like just addressing issues has been a little bit different lately because of this realization. So like, I'm going to just use, uh, something we said in our, in our private conversations, (laughs) but you said you misspoke and said, um, if I misspoke, then I didn't mean to say it, but we still, but this is, this just shows the point you said, cause I had lost my temper and got frustrated with you about it. And, and, the closing you said that in the future you would like it if i could handle my emotions better okay you but you meant to say what did you mean to say i mean is uh manage your emotions manage your emotions and what i clarified that like what needs to happen is that i need to not let my emotions hurt you because as a woman as as a holly (laughs) um I feel I get I have really fast, strong emotions. Per- persistent. <laughs> no, you it's do. True. They like. It's true. Um, I also <laughs> take a long time to process things. Um, Sorry. But a lot of what? It's it's, it's really funny how uh, Blades really favors you in temperament, and Jack really favors me in temperament. You favors or mimics? No, just like he has a similar temperament. Yeah, definitely. Not favors and likes, but I mean like. He has a similar temperament, too. Yeah. And Jack is very similar to me, where he'll be like, 
screaming, crying, and then like two seconds later, be like, "There's a squirrel outside." <laughs> I don't know if that's his temperament or just the fact that he's three. No, uh, well, Blaze is very different. Blaze doesn't act that way. I think that Blaze is just a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Blaze will be like, not. I'm not trying to speak ill of you, but like, if something goes wrong at six a.m., like it's gonna be like seven a.m. The whole day, yeah, or like before up. he's like, "Okay, I'm back." That is true, okay, because I know, I know, you gotta be self-aware, you gotta be self-aware. There are sometimes when Daniel will say something wrong to me, like, while we're making breakfast, and at 4 p.m., I'm like, well, you said that, (laughs) (laughs) it started the whole day wrong, and he's like, how the heck am I supposed to know that? I know, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. All I was saying is it's funny that I know, it is true, it is true. I I thought that this was just a phase of Blaze, but I guess it might be just a phase of Blaze. That's a pretty, <laughs> if he ever has like a solo album, the first phase of Blaze. <laughs> but um, but the fact that I am myself and that I am a woman, that I feel emotions much deeper than you do, and that you are like the picture of like male emotion that you like don't feel things strongly and like you're oh. and you grew up with a house of boys and like i think i feel things strongly but quickly quickly yeah um not as deeply more much more shallow <laughs> <laughs> oh boy shallow has a negative connotation to it but you know what i mean right mm-hmm. like not nearly as deeply as i do yeah i agree things don't affect you no, in the way go that on they insulting me you. it's fine stop oh. that's not what i'm doing um but to, to know that about myself and to be able to talk to you in the way that um, conflicts arise or whatever um, has been like a, we're still troubleshooting it a little bit. Yeah. But um, I'm glad because it's making us a lot closer. Mm-hmm. It's like not the easiest thing for, for even me to navigate to be able to communicate it to you. But I think that by trying, we're really making progress yeah yeah we're doing great um but it's brought a nice light to our relationship i think and that we've really like through it like discovered the differences between us that have made our relationship much more dynamic mm-hmm. and like loving loving each other totally and like in the tenderness podcast we talked about it a little bit like anticipating your needs and like empathizing with you mm-hmm. um and that's all part of, and I think in realizing who, like who you are and allowing yourself to, to love the, you know, the parts of you that God made allows you to express that to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, this is, this is who I am. This isn't something I should hide or obscure, mm-hmm. or I don't need to fit into this thing. I, this is, this is me. And, you know, I'm. God loves me, so I'm loving me, and here's how you can love me. Yeah, because that's what it, <clears throat> what it is, is that, like, I'm telling you how to love me. Mm-hmm. So, like, a couple weeks ago, I, like, verbally told you, and it, like, kind of was embarrassing to me, but I was like, can you write me notes? Can you write me love notes throughout the day? I believe I had a quota a week of five no, you love didn't. notes per week. No. You actually, she filled them out, and I just had to sign them and give them to her. <laughs> But it's, like, so um, embarrassing to say, like, hey, I need you to, to write out but, what are the nice things but about no, me. no, you, yeah, you like specific. Uh, really specific. 
um, affirmation. Affirmations. Right. Mm-hmm. Daniel like, has a, a tendency to say, great, fine, best. You know, that's the best. It's the best there is. So what else can you say? So I had to ask him to take those words out of his vocabulary and to tell me specifically what it is about me that he loves. Mm -hmm. And since you've started to do that, it really has helped a lot. And I feel much more affirmed by you. And um, I just feel built up by you Mm -hmm. in a really great way. It's because you're an excellent communicator. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing a superb job. Thank you. You're using different words. <laughs> I get it. Um, thanks. Yeah. So I so. think that we're... It's been a really beautiful journey. <laughs> it's, it's been a wild trip. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, it really has and it really, been like, Yeah, we both noticed that, like, like oh, we've both been very happy in our marriage, but it's been, like... The tables have turned. <laughs> oh, wow, the tables have turned. <laughs> but no, just like in all aspects of it, it's just been so much better. And other than like not having any time to do anything, it's really been, it's like kind of exciting that like in the, later this summer we're going to have more time. So it's like, all right, we can try out this like new and improved loving <laughs> each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been good. We're doing great. That's it. Um, if you guys have any feedback for this podcast... We would really, really love to hear from you if you want to email us at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. Mm-hmm. And uh, find us on Facebook at Halfway Saints. Just Halfway Saints. Just Halfway Saints. Um, yeah, and if you're curious of work by me, <laughs> you can go to www.erninirene.com. E R N I E and I R E N dot com on the World Wide Web. H T T keyword keyword Ernie and Irene. You know we're kind of back at keywords now because you just Google whatever you're looking for. No. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, all right. But thank you, everyone. Um, please pray for us. We are praying for you. Uh huh. Hey. Um. Shout out to Dave Sal because. Oh. He wrote us a message and I never responded, but thank you for your kind words. (laughs) And I'm really glad that we're friends. All right, bye everybody. Bye everyone.